Yeah, absolutely. Um, in uh, my marketing reports, in uh, the annual Shellhub white paper, um, in the in uh, at the NYU social media um, case studies, WhatsApp is considered a social media platform. So how are people using WhatsApp, which I use to talk to my mum? I have a family group chat on WhatsApp. Um, how, how is it used as a social media? I mean, it's a marketing platform at the end of the day. Um, I'm going to pull this up right now because my phone buzzed. Um, literally, uh, an Ood place called Touch of Ood um, just WhatsApped me. Um, I guess it was a bulk message saying that they've just opened in Jimmy Mall Al Ain. Um, but it's a great way of marketing because... I read my WhatsApp messages. Dude, I don't read my SMSs with those silly bulk SMSs. Oh, I don't think I've received an SMS from someone important in the last three years. It's just bulk SMSs. Um, buy one, get one free at Papa Murphy's, or there's a sale at uh, Gallery Lafayette, or anywhere. Um, but you read your WhatsApp messages. Um, one of the So when I was consulting for a luxury brand uh, about a year ago, they were talking about alternative marketing methods um, uh, outside of the, the social media realm um, because this is a global luxury brand in the top five global luxury brands. Uh, so they really don't have control over what goes up on the Instagram feed or on the Facebook or anything because that's dealt with headquarters. Um, occasionally they'll get a, a geo-targeted Facebook post and they can send out newsletters and that's about it. Um, and so I did a little bit of research and I showed them what another luxury brand, what Louis Vuitton was doing. And if you were a relatively regular consumer and customer at Louis Vuitton, um, you would generally have, like you would go to the same person every time. Every time you went in to buy something, you would go to like your guy or your girl, because there's like 70 people that work in the Dubai mall store. Um, and generally they'll give you a business card with their direct WhatsApp number. And, um, and if you open a dialogue with them, they'll ping you a message when the new collection comes in and they will send you pictures of the items that come in and they'll say, you know, I think this one would look really good on you. This one is very similar to what you bought last time if you're looking at continuing the theme. Um, uh, but the way that it worked uh, from the other side was um, I remember seeing a, a picture on the Louis Vuitton Instagram page of something that I want to say like Jaden Smith wore. And I immediately took a screenshot and sent it to my guy at Louis Vuitton. And I said, do you have this? And he said, we don't have it, um, but I can get it for you. Which is great. When the Supreme launch, uh, Louis Vuitton Supreme came out, um, he WhatsApped me like three weeks before the launch. And he's like, these are the products that are coming in. Um, are you interested in any of them? And I wasn't interested in any of them. But, you know, there was that. It was going a little bit further. And it was that direct contact with... The brand so i recommended this to another luxury brand here and they ended up picking it up after a bit of research and they saw an increase in sales um, because it was a, an additional marketing method um, that could be done and done pretty easily there's a little bit of training with your sales team um, but it's fantastic uh, so i think whatsapp could be used quite well if we look at brazil for example um, there, oh, there was this amazing article, I'll send you the, the link, about WhatsApp usage in Brazil. And WhatsApp is used for literally anything. If, you're, uh, if you need to, it was something to do with the fact that like, telecommunications was um, absolutely awful in Brazil. And like, phone calls and SMSs were super expensive, so people used WhatsApp instead. And so um, on business cards, there's a WhatsApp on websites, there's a WhatsApp. And I mean, you can even, like, if you need an appointment at hospital, 
um, you WhatsApp the hospital and they respond like these are the times and you say okay I need this time you need to make a reservation at a restaurant you need to book a taxi uh, literally anything it's WhatsApp and only WhatsApp. Why is WhatsApp filled this void that I didn't even know was there? Oh my gosh, I love it. I think it's the same reason why e-commerce has filled this void for shopping. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to walk into a store. I don't want, well, actually, no, I, I don't mind phone calls. But generally, I don't want to pick up the phone and call someone. I want to send a message. Um, and I can respond to that message at my own leisure. I can respond to that tomorrow if I really wanted to. WhatsApp totally fills the void of um, non-human contact, and that is fantastic. Oh, what a godsend. Um, it's the same reason why now that I have like 15 different e-commerce apps on my phone, that there's a delivery at my door every day. Um, whether it's, you know, like a uh, 50 dirham pair of jeans that I've bought on Nisnas, or a 300 gram candle that I've bought on UNAS, you know? Um, I don't have to talk to someone. I don't have to go to the mall. I live right next to the world's largest and busiest mall. I don't wanna go in there. No, no thank you. I wanna buy it on my phone. I wanna talk to someone on the phone. Even, you know, circling back to, you know, like the luxury brands and stuff, I would um, find the piece that I want on the website, take a screenshot of it and send it to the guy in the store and say, do you have this? If he said yes, I would then go and get it. If he said no, I'd say, okay, no problem. And I wouldn't go to the mall at all. Uh, so it's it's convenience, I think a little bit of laziness, maybe a little bit of antisocial uh, life um, that I feel like I make up for with my Instagram, but I probably don't because it's totally vapid and everything's fake. Um, but it works for us now. Um, I think WhatsApp is a fantastic marketing uh, method. Well, up until very recently in Saudi, women couldn't drive, and so it was much easier for them to send a WhatsApp or send an Instagram DM. Hi, I like this hat, or that's a beautiful cake. Can you make one for my daughter's birthday? Um, and uh, generally with these small businesses, especially the uh, Khaliji-owned businesses, it would be someone at home making products and then sending them with their driver to someone else's house, and the person would try it on, or give it a taste, and be like, this is fantastic, here's the cash, give the cash to the driver, the driver would come back home. And that was e-commerce here, um, and still is. Um, so I, it's an interesting phenomenon. Um, I think it's a little more magnified here. Um, I think it's fantastic that even with the boundaries that have been set in this region, um, that people have still found a way to, to, to kind of do their own thing and set up their own uh, business. Um, I, think with, uh, I think one of the smartest things that WhatsApp did was introduce Web WhatsApp. Um, if you don't know it, web.whatsapp.com, and there's an application that you can download onto your computer. And I have it, and I don't touch my phone all day because I have WhatsApp on my screen, and so it's so much easier because I can type on my computer and I can drag an image from my desktop onto it um, and speak to people that way instead of you know huddled over my phone. Uh, there's also some great um, third-party services that have popped up where people can um, you know handle messages instead of shipping and everything all in one, like a one-stop shop, which I think is fantastic.
I know that there's something called broadcast lists as well on WhatsApp. Yep, WhatsApp broadcast lists. Um, that's essentially where like you create a message and then you can send it out to as many people as you want. They'll only receive it if they have you saved in their uh, address book, and that's to stop spam or anybody kind of getting your number and sending you you know a thousand invitations to a restaurant. Do you think that that would replace email newsletters? Mm. Or what would the use question. of it? Good question. That's not something that I. That's not something that I. Because that was of. always my thought. So from a brand perspective, mm. and you know, a brand came to you and said, "We want to use WhatsApp, but we don't know how we're going to use it, yeah. or what to do with it." From an email newsletter perspective, if a new post mm. or a new product were to come out, would broadcast lists work for that? I think so. Um, now that you've said it, I I think so. Um, Maybe I could no, be we, the, I mean, the the tester <laughs> test dummy for this. Yeah. We do newsletter marketing, um, and... Is it still as popular? No, I mean, it's been on the decline for, for quite a while. People don't open their emails anymore. I have, like, four different email addresses, and three of them have turned into... They were once genuine, real email addresses that I used, and then I just got so much spam that I set up a new email address. Um, and so I now have, like, four of them running, and they still... Oh, my gosh, I, I opened up... I restarted my laptop... Uh, uh, yesterday and um, I opened up Google Chrome and it went to like my ancient old um, email address from like 2011 and there was something like 75,000 unread emails um, and it was just crap that I'd signed up for at some point and I'm like oh that's a good idea I want to stay in touch with you I don't want to stay in touch with you at all um, people aren't reading the the newsletters as much um, I know that I'm not um, but it still works uh, to a certain extent, I think it could definitely be replaced with um, with a different medium. WhatsApp could be one of them. Um, that's great. Instagram direct message, another one as well. There, um, as I said, there are some great third-party applications where you can set up automatic direct messages, um, which has worked incredibly well for some of my clients. Um, when it comes to events, for example, where we can send out messages, um, automated messages. So instead of sitting there one by one and going through everybody, we can send out automated messages to new followers saying, hey, this is an event that's coming up in three days. If you're keen, you know, here's an email address. Um, and that works really, really well because similar to WhatsApp, people read their Instagram DMs. I mean, I call it gray marketing. You know how you have, you know, like the black market, uh, but you have the gray market, which is, you know, seven-year-old Sarah selling lemonade outside of her house. You know, it's a, it's a gray market. There is trade there, um, but it's not monitored. It's not taxed. Um, and so when we fall into this kind of thing, like WhatsApp uh, marketing or Instagram DM marketing, things like that, it is very much gray marketing because there aren't tools in place to monitor it. Um, nevertheless, you can. It's very manual and very tedious for the time being. Um, that's not to say it's not impossible. Um, Instagram has been very, very tight with their API, um, which is um, like backend links that third parties can kind of plug into. Um, there used to be some great softwares that I spent thousands of dollars a year on um, to monitor certain things and to pull up information on any page that I ever wanted and then gone like that. Instagram changed and they said, sorry, you can only monitor business profiles. And I'm like, let me add six hours of work onto my day. So that is one of the, one of the downsides of essentially your career, you know, being very, very focused on more or less a single company or a single product output um, that that brand can really direct to you um, what you're doing. 
Um, and it's an interesting conversation to have with clients say, you know, oh, I can't generate this part of a report for you anymore, but here's um, an alternative method that we can do instead. And they say, well, why can't you just do it like it was before? And I have to say, oh, well, you know, such and such has changed and we can't, but, you know, we've gone the extra mile and done that for you. Um, so there is an immense amount of reading and you really have to be up to date, like daily. Um, yeah, as I said, I spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year on all various different third-party softwares to keep ahead of everything. And, you know, like one might fall out and then another one will come through and I haven't touched that one in months, but it's just released like a new part that does something that no one else does. And so, I mean, my clients are really happy because they receive something new in their report every month and I'll always give them a heads up like, oh, now we can monitor 10 of your competitors instead of five and you know all of these different things and so they love it um but it it's it's difficult um i was saying to you off uh, before we hopped on was this is a job like this is a career i'm not just sitting there tapping away like oh you know let's put up this picture on this brand oh my gosh you know it's early mornings it's late nights i'm in the office every saturday because you have to stay ahead of the curve always or you will fall behind and we've seen so many companies and agencies fall behind here um, because they come across like they're stuck in the past when they really were in the present at one point and in the future before that but they didn't progress they didn't evolve or they no, didn't yeah they didn't evolve uh, at all so i think that's one of the things that i that i really what drew me to um digital media marketing and specifically social media to begin with was how dynamic and how fast-paced it was. I think I've told you before, I initially wanted to be a journalist and I couldn't. I just couldn't. Um, writing and dealing with writer's block and it felt very Stone Age. Um, and then it was great. I got into broadcast media uh, with radio and that was fantastic because it felt very, um, very now, very modern, very futuristic. Um, and the, the same with social media. The fact like it's always evolving and always changing. And for me, that's just what makes it such a pleasure to work on. Oh my gosh, the age-old question that I don't think anybody can answer. <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it's so difficult. I mean, it's if, even if we look at oh, what's that stupid meme going on right now? The viral oh, Kiki with the people like dancing on the outside of the cars. If someone told me two weeks ago that that was going to be a thing, I'd be like, no, it's not. Um, it's so hard to predict the future of um, this industry in specific. One, because it's so new, so we can't even look at what's happened in the past. And two, I mean, virality uh, can come out of nowhere. No one can predict where that comes from. Um, uh, Instagram TV has recently been introduced and the morning of, I sent out like a 20 page comprehensive deck to clients saying, here's how you use it. Um, and none of them have, have used it. And uh, it's, it's difficult because, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people in marketing and they're like, IGTV, that's silly. I would never watch a 30 minute long format video on my phone. Um, and so they don't do it and they won't advocate for it. Um, and this, I constantly have this argument with other marketeers saying, just because you don't use it doesn't mean you should shun it. Um, 
uh, we're talking about you know one of the largest companies in the world that has probably put years and tens of millions of dollars into research on this. So it must work. It must serve a purpose to somebody. So I'm sorry that you're not going to watch it, but other people will. And so, you know, am I going to sit there and watch it? Probably not. Am I going to advocate it? Absolutely, because it's a new marketing method. It's a new way that we can convey a message and sell something to, to anybody. Um, so we immediately um, acquired new videographers that only shoot in a portrait format no square no landscape i have screamed black and blue in briefs to video teams and getty images and i'm talking you know like red carpet video teams where there are 40 different videographers no landscape i will literally put tape on your lens no landscape um because landscape video is outdated why are we why are we watching a landscape uh video on a portrait screen and people say oh well you can just turn your phone around that's great but why don't we produce content that actually fits in the, in the first place? Um, Snapchat have been doing it for ages. I'm not super keen on Snapchat, but my gosh, if you want to see what the future of IGTV and uh, Instagram and Facebook video is, look at Snapchat. Really? Oh, yeah. The stuff that they're generating, like you look at it as an adult and you're like, what is this? This is awful. But oh, my gosh, the Gen Y... And the millennials, like, they eat it up. They love it. I literally sat there and watched, like, this 10-minute video of some, you know, girl next door being dolled up to look like Gigi Hadid. And it was done in... I'll show you the video after. It was done in, like, such an interesting format. And they really made use of the portrait screen. And it was fantastic. And there are so many video series on Snapchat um, that are being produced for these young viewers. And it's a great way to push products, especially beauty, especially fashion, a little bit of travel and lifestyle. It's so easy to push this stuff. And you can really get sucked in. You can really get sucked in to the point where an ad, a five, 10 second ad will come in and you won't even skip it. You just sit there and just keep watching it because you've gotten to a point where you're so comfortable, where you're not tap, 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 you know, swiping to the next one. You're sitting there and you're watching it. Um, and so I really think if we want to look at what the future of IGTV and um, Facebook and Instagram video is going to look like, we need to be looking at Snapchat right now, um, which is kind of interesting. Because Kylie Jenner dismissed Snapchat. Kylie Jenner dismissed it. Rihanna dismissed it. I mean, it's, it's teetering off, especially uh, globally in this region. It's still kind of going strong. The Khalijis enjoy it. Um, but on the whole, I mean, I, I think Instagram will kind of absorb it or take over at some point. But I mean, Facebook and Instagram, they've been doing this for, for ages. You know, they try to buy something that people either agree and it gets absorbed into the company or uh, they push back and Facebook will say, OK, fine, we'll do it better. Um, it happened with Instagram and, in you know, as soon as Instagram stories came on in the filters, um, you know, everybody used Snapchat for the filters. Um, so Instagram made their own filters, you know, it's, it's always been that kind of running course. Facebook are, are taking over with all of it. Um, but I'm really intrigued to see where, where it goes. Amazing. It's been so great chatting and hearing Thanks. all about the underground of social media <laughs> that everybody's sort of been dismissing, but it's been really effective. So it's really effective. Thank you so much for your insights Thank you. and be great to have you back on the show. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Take care. Thanks.